Hi, I'm Zoe. And I'm Esme. And I'm Ava. And, and we're too much. Ooh, good enough to get back to. Bad enough to bail again. Bit too much that you can't chew. But you're gonna tell your friends. I, I'm too much. I, I'm too much. I, I'm too much. <laughs> you're too much. So today we're going to talk about personal style, identity, trends, expression, all the good stuff. We have Ava here, a dear friend of the pod. Welcome, Ava. It's her second time on. Originally, she came on to tell us about Love is Blind. Honestly, listen to that episode just for the (laughs) trash talk. Now it's like like a a vintage. It's a vintage? A a moment in time. No, it really is. You know how reality TV goes so quick? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it was a year ago, and I feel like our lives are so different now. Yes. Yeah. At that time, we were, like, announcing your breakup. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Now she's just... She's ready now to Now she's not heartbroken. Uh, no, she was never really heartbroken. She's not, like, freshly out of a breakup girl. She's just a single girl. Yeah. Well, that episode was actually what, like, outed my breakup to mm-hmm. everybody because you put that in a description. And yeah. I screenshotted it and put it on my story. <laughs> and I was... And everybody was like, oh, my God, you're single? Yeah. yeah. Well, we needed the sell the single part yeah, we yeah, need to yeah. sell the sex and, and love is them in. this time we're gonna be like single ava comes on the pod <laughs> to discuss style ava single again still single comes on the pod she's to give her advice and what if every time we have someone on the pod we put their relationship status yeah we're like bored single. and coupled up (laughs) yeah but loser (laughs) loser in love so do you first of all do you have any advice to single people just on that note (laughs) things that you learn like any little here is ava's advice for all single people (laughs) every single person in the world clearly i am an expert at being single as i have she's been single not even for a whole year yet not even um she's getting there yeah Honestly, like, live, laugh, love. Yeah, that's, good advice. That's my advice. I'm really living, laughing, loving right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm living, laughing, loving, being single. I'm honestly, like, the happiest. I'm so happy. Yeah. So. Well, you recently moved. How did you find, like, self-expression in a home? Because it can be kind of harder than clothes because everything is more expensive to, like, mm-hmm. get a couch you really like or, like, how did yeah. you make that And you're also, home? like, for context for the pod listeners... She's living alone in an apartment, like, doesn't have roommates. So she has to, like, style the whole yes, apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just your room. But yeah. that's nice. No style sacrifices for other people, which is nice. Yeah. Well, exactly. I, like, that was my dream was to design my own space. Like, I have been mm-hmm. adding to my Pinterest mood board interior design, like, yeah. for years now. And now it's finally has come through. Like, I have no money now because I decorated <laughs> my space. She's took. single. I'm she's single. poor. <laughs> but she has a nice apartment. She has it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have a beautiful aesthetic apartment that smells like nice candles and incense. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I love it. When you pee, well, this is if you're a man, but basically in <laughs> Ava's bathroom, she set up this little picture of this white bunny with these red eyes oh. um and so and like she just put it as like decor in her bathroom but then she realized that like 
you know, she did it like being a little girly. But then she realized if a man comes and pees, like he's staring directly into the body's <laughs> yeah. eyes. And she didn't even do that on purpose. No, but now but it's not a certain dominant apartment. Oh no, my bathroom is also pink. So really, yeah, my my guy friends who have been in there like commented on that on the bunny. What is it that Mateo um, called your apartment? Oh, my fuck palace. <laughs> <laughs> He entered and was oh, like, my I'm fuck so palace. glad to see your fuck palace. And we were like, Mateo. <laughs> yeah, clearly I brought many men there, guys. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's it just ha- been in and out. And the then fuck we were like, the only person that's been in Ava's bed, me. <laughs> True. And we had a beautiful Yeah. Night. Yeah, I yeah let's not relax. <laughs> I was, I'm scared just hearing about it. But yeah, but going back to personal style. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, wait. One more thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, related to personal style and about me being on the pod last year, in that episode, if you listen to it, Esme goes on a two-minute rant on how she doesn't like shoes and how she doesn't understand <laughs> I don't remember this. shoes. I don't remember Because this one shoes. of the girls had brought, like, a suitcase. Oh, my God, yes. And it was just shoes. Chelsea. And Esme goes on a whole rant. Chelsea. Going, like, I don't get shoes. I don't look at anyone's Me feet. Like, I, I don't. don't we it. don't believe in shoes. I only own one pair of shoes at a time. Oh, like, yeah. I just, and yes, you we know. We know. It's a waste of life. nodding because it's an annoyance for my friends because they look awful because I wear them every day. They get, like, you know. But it's just, like, I don't think about shoes no. in an outfit. Like, I've never looked down at my feet, and I don't look down at other people's no, feet. No, me either. So why would I spend money on a shoe? No, that's it's a waste like, of money. I, and feet are weird. Like, why would I put it in a high heel? Like, no. it's just, like... I've never worn so any wrong. of these shoes. So wrong. Yeah, but you own shoes. I don't even have this. I have one pair of they shoes. Ha- they're covered in dust. Look. Yeah. <laughs> so wrong, it just guys, Well, right? both of us just wear our sneakers We wear our every shoes. Every single yeah. day. Because we're grown-ups. We're no grown offense. Up. <laughs> to me, like, shoes is a very important part to the outfit. Like, if I leave the house wearing the wrong pairs of shoes, shoes, like, my whole day is ruined. I'm not even joking. That's, like, as well, like, though, too. I feel like fashion girls get the importance of shoes. Yeah. We just yeah. don't. Like, let's talk about your own association. Because it's just, like, you know, I don't identify as someone who's put a lot of effort into my clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a minimal. Me neither. You know? I enjoy the occasional thrifting, mm-hmm. but most of the time I'll come out and, sh- like, I'll always go thrifting with Rebecca, and I'll show her something, and she'll go, that's hideous, and then I have to, like, in shame, put it back, <laughs> and that's, like, 50% of the time. And, like, like I, I show like her something. We have a spectrum here, because I find myself in the middle where I'm not completely unfashionable, but kind of don't really know oh my what God, I'm did doing. did you just call me completely <laughs> unfashionable, no shame, just right, go for it? You said it first. No, I didn't say that. I said, <laughs> I don't pay that much attention. And then you went completely unfashionable as oh, Ray Vale. Like, you do this a lot. Like, I'll say something about myself, but I'm saying it, like, so small, like, delicate, and you'll be like, yeah, so you're a fucking cunt. Hideous <laughs> from the top. No. No, but I do think you're no fashion. I'm in the middle of Ava's extreme fashion. <laughs> Yeah, and What's between the, the three of us, yeah, we're if fashion. We had to each categorize ourselves. You would be the no fashionist, mate. I mean, recently, Wait, Ava also texted me last night. Like once I asked her to do this, she texted me last night. Guess what she writes? What she writes? Have you seen the Devil Wears Prada? And I was like, Yeah, of course. I've I have. never seen it. 
What? <laughs> no, because I was just like, Ava thinks so, what? Like, so lonely of me. She thinks I haven't seen a Devil Wears Prada, but I have. Like, I have culture. I just had to make sure. <laughs> okay, but apparently, I've never seen how have you never it. seen a Devil Wears Prada? I don't know. You would love it. Okay, I'll you watch would, tonight. I love it. Just you actually would it. really yeah, love I'm excited. It. Yeah. I've seen clips, but I've never seen them. Oh my god. Okay, wait. So, but recently... Um, there is this guy on Hinge that you were talking to, and he has as a prompt on his profile, I want a girl to go thrifting with and take fit pics with. Okay, he didn't and have that prompt when we first started talking, and I would want to say, I don't know if I would have started talking if he oh, had that prompt. The one that I've seen. Did you yes, see him too? Yes, yes. He's everywhere. Yes. Oh, he's everywhere. He liked me too. That's how I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was cringed out by that message because on his profile, he clearly is not like a fashion guy. He just likes thrifting, but I can't differentiate the two. Yeah. When she was telling me about him said, he's too fashion for me. She said that to me too. (laughs) I was like, I don't care about fashion. How will this ever work? And from my point of view, I'm like, he's not fashion. (laughs) He just likes to thrift. Like, I don't know. But even that, like, I want to go thrift once every five months like yeah. I don't know if I could date someone who wants to go thrifting all the time yeah that sounds like it's gonna be exhausting for me the only man whose fashion intimidates me is actually Jonah like I'm like mm. he would be like Zoe what do you wear yeah Jonah has some style I'm, I respect I'm scared sometimes. <laughs> him like I'm afraid if I show up somewhere he's gonna be like all right even just thinking it silently you know mm, mm. in his head so back to Ava also has qualifications. So and she used to work at H and M. She <laughs> my did. first job. She worked at H and M. She worked at H and M, and that was really where the fashion started to like seep into her bloodstream. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> was at the H and M headquarters, and it did. <laughs> yeah, she was in the West Island um, Mall, the Fairview, Fairview Mall, Mall, was where Ava know. worked. And sometimes she would get a little bubble tea after work. Oh. Um, okay. Paint the picture. <laughs> so that really, that bubbles? was where it all started. She had it's a, not where it all started. She had a fashion yeah. blog. Yeah. Yeah, that was pre-H&M, actually. That was when I was in high school. Oh. So, yeah. So, my, my obsession with fashion has been since um, the day I started breathing. Um, oh. Honestly, I give credit to my father because he is Lebanese and uh, famously, like, Lebanese people or, like, Middle Eastern people in general know how to dress. They know how to accessorize. They know how to look good. And he would never, ever let me leave the house looking like shit. Like, he would tell me, like, don't <laughs> leave the house looking like that. So yeah. I always had really? to make sure, like, I was dressed to the nines because my father brought me up like this. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, and he would take me shopping. Like, it was very oh. important. Like, and what about your mom? Did she care? Oh, and my mom is like you. Like, she does not care. My mom is from small town America. Okay, like, so I... <laughs> completely unfashionable and compared to small town America. <laughs> okay, let's get it's real. Been it's been implied. No one called you that. <laughs> but it's been implied. <laughs> Sorry, continue. You and your father have been connecting over... Yeah, the only know. thing me and my father have ever connected on um, are fashion. And, yeah, and I when I was little, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Aww. I grew up, like, watching all these, like, rom-coms, you know, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Devil Aww. Wears Prada, and I wanted to be, like, I wanted to be a fashion 
journalist. Yeah. I wanted to be a blogger. I wanted to be a designer. I just wanted everything to do with it. Yeah. And I read some Teen Vogue, some Vogue, some Man Repeller, if you know that, a blog, a millennial famous a millennial blog from when we were in high okay. school. And I was just always, let's say, plugged into that culture my whole life. Yeah. And what was your style when you started your fashion blog? Oh, I had a horrendous style. Oh, no. But also, I, I really do think I went to a private school, so I had to wear a uniform every day. So I I didn't get to, like, develop yeah. my style because I yeah. just didn't. I, like, barely had any clothes. Like, all I would wear was my uniform. It's really after I graduated in CJEP that I started to develop. And even I look back at my outfits in CJEP and I'm like, what was I wearing? It was clearly a confusing time. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. But when we would have, like, our one, like, free dress day at, in high school, like, oh, I would try would to make like, the most out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was a child who... Um, changed her outfit four times a day so like mini fashionista Mm -hmm. was like Mm -hmm. we need a day outfit an afternoon outfit a late afternoon Mm -hmm. outfit and an evening outfit like I would switch it up I was obsessed with my mom's like high heels I'd wear the boots I used to wear those boots actually I remember thinking they were ginormous but I was really just like this big I would wear them around the house those are hers um but I always found fashion really stressful because it's just so ever changing like the only thing that's like my hobby that I could kind of liken it to is like comedy but comedy changes like maybe like half as fast or even less fast than fashion does and like I try to keep up with that and I can do it but with fashion I'm like I get a little lost sometimes Mm -hmm. I gotta pull myself back from the Mm -hmm. tide that's never ending Mm -hmm. I feel like it's like whitewater rafting keeping up with fashion trends yeah yeah Yeah. how do you find that it's impossible to know everything about fashion like that's literally impossible it's like asking you know you to know about every single cuisine in the world and Mm -hmm. be a complete expert on it like that's not the truth especially for people who are in fashion like they are into, like, one specific thing, usually, yes. if they're experts or expe- experts on one specific, like, aesthetic or brand or designer. Like, nobody is an expert on all of fashion yes. or on all the trends. Like, that's not true. So, yeah. first point. That makes sense. Um, second point, you just, it's really, like, over time. Like, you just have to watch. You can't, like, watch all the runway shows from, like, one season and be like, okay, I suddenly know everything. Like, mm-hmm. you are, like, you know so little, like, you, you're, like, one little drop in, like, yeah. a huge, like, pool. Like, it's really, it just, your knowledge accumulates over time. Which I feel like is the same thing with, like, comedy. Like, yeah. you just widen your knowledge Yeah, to know the history time. changes like, what yeah. ha- is happening now. Yeah, that is one thing that can be stressful, I'm sure. It's, like, someone who's, and people who are older, too. Like, if you were into it when you were younger you've been watching the shows for 10 years you have a leg up someone who's been trying to catch up and stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay now let's talk about expression for the sake of assimilation as i Mm -hmm. put versus expression for the sake of expression what do you think i think this ties into like personal style versus trends is kind of the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the question well, yeah, there have been a lot of discussions on TikTok, as there always are, about, you know, personal style, mm-hmm. and now what we're seeing, the rise of, like, well, this has been the case for, like, since, like, 2020, like, 
um, the naming of the trends, like, yes. Coquette, um, yeah. that girl, And now they're, girl. like, so fast, and, like, like yeah. the, the trend cycle of, like, mm-hmm. Coquette's already dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, well, I saw a girl with bows, so I was, like, embarrassed for her. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like, two weeks ago. I know. And now we're, like, goodbye. Goodbye. I, I didn't even get to wear a bow, and I'm I upset, because I would have looked incredible. But my friend Lucy, who's really into fashion, I think, tied it in, in an interesting way, because she got these incredible boots. They're, like, designed but they're secondhand and they're you guys know Lucy you remember her but they're like like blue and then they're brown and on the sides and they have these black bows that are barely noticeable but they kind of they're they still look almost like timeless but a little bit on trend it's like the fashion girly mix of of a trend but still something that's gonna last which Mm -hmm. is a tough thing to look out for Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you have thoughts on that as well yeah I don't think bows are dead at all like bows have been around forever (laughs) um yeah if you look at history like men would wear bows in their hair like very famously and women would not but men would wear bows um yeah bows are forever like I don't think it's really up to you if you think that like maybe it's just it wasn't ever part of your style sorry first my first instagram account ever was called bowtiful things because i loved bows <laughs> and would wear a bow to school every day so don't uh, say it's not part of my personal no same style. with one of my best friends kira actually she her instagram was bow girl and she wore bows every yeah, day so i was the bow girl you were bow girl oh i feel like that's so like 2010 like yeah. like a gossip girl like she had like the headbands Blair headbands. yes very but Blair. like the bows are also like I don't know I just think of like Jojo Siwars <laughs> well it was before Jojo Siwars it, it, it was before her. I was before her yeah but it is very um tweet yes yeah, I've been yeah. once someone was really drunk and he came up to me and he was like you know as my it's just like, why do you have to be twee sometimes? Like he was like upset about it. Like, it was like he's like, I like you like as a person, but this whole like, and I was just like, I'm sorry. That's like, offensive. I it, it was really hurtful, and but I was like, he's drunk. It's his birthday. Like he's allowed to tell me this, but he just was calling me out. <laughs> it's drunk. It's a, a slur. Freak. He was calling me twee. <laughs> yeah, and I like really felt hurt by it. What does twee mean? So it's like um <laughs> Zoe Deschanel, like yeah. new girl. Like he oh, has a point. Yeah. Like it, it twee. is five hundred days of summer. Yeah. Like that era. I do oh fit into God. that aesthetic <laughs> sometimes and it's yeah. bad, but it's like I have twee. to I have to accept that about myself. She <laughs> is twee. I am, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, and like, and it's really bad to be tweet. Like, people on the internet don't like that. So, that's me like doing a faux pas. What's different now? Like, we're talking about how things are moving like really fast yes. and yes. stuff, and like, how do you how do you keep up with that? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it's just impossible to keep up with it. Like, nobody is keeping up with it, mm-hmm. and you know, just because something is true on the internet doesn't make it true in real life. Yeah. Like, just because people are saying these things, like, online doesn't mean that people are actually doing it, and that's the difference with um, aesthetics now is that they're, like, being named before they are even, like, a real thing. Whereas yes. before... Like a prediction. Yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, they're just, like, creating a Pinterest board and they're adding, like, a name on it. They're slapping something on it. And, like, that's what it is. It's, like, the be-all and all. This is who you are. This is who the girl... Like, this is the girl that you're going to be. And um, it's just not how 
aesthetics and subcultures have been like named before like Mm -hmm. that's not just how that's not how it's been it's usually people do it in real life and then it gets named after yes that I was talking about that in my history class once actually they always name ages after like um Mm. but you know there's one age that was named before which is interesting which was like everyone while they were in it it's one of the only times when they knew kind of what was happening and it was the gilded age and mm. like gilded is you know like, like all about yeah like painting gold over something kind of rotten mm-hmm. sometimes so like this facade that whole idea so I find it interesting that like now we're in this age of naming things and also the gilded age was kind of a rough time too so this like hyper awareness of what's happening in culture or I guess you're saying there's a inconsistency about what really is happening in culture mm-hmm. versus what we want to name it but I I wonder where that desire to name things is coming from it's trying to figure out like kind of how bad this period like I wonder if it comes from like recession or something how yeah how we well can make we've it out definitely already from 2020 we've slowed down like the micro trends so much like now I don't think there are micro trends anymore but in 2020 or 2021 there were micro trends and that's really like a micro trend is like a specific dress like from the specific brand oh my like, god I about, remember like, the Zara dresses yeah, yeah the Zara dresses that the strawberry sweater, the dress the house of sweaty yeah, the sunny house of sweater. remember the green yes. one too yeah like those the dress those like very like this one item that everyone had yeah yeah that was very micro trends and that was like 2020-2021 that's like completely slowed down and now we're just n- into like naming these aesthetics and these mood boards um but also what's different is that um we've just changed like how trends let's say are decided Mm -hmm. because like trends are decided like by the way in just like how like brands work how fashion works like these brands like let's say like Banana Republic, H&M, Zara they hire they take data from this company Mm -hmm. and it's one company who are trend forecasters. And this is, like, a real job. This is not people on TikTok being, like, what's going to be in style (laughs) this, like, year? Like, these people work... These are called trend forecasters. It's a real job. And it's been around since, like, the late 90s and, like, mid... Like, early... Like, 2005 or something is really when it started to, like, be a huge force in the industry. And these people, like, are very plugged into the culture, we'll say. And they literally, <laughs> if like... If you will. If you will. And they look, like, all around, like, literally worldwide. They look at real people. Yeah. They look at, like, what's happening economically, politically. Yes. And they predict what is going to be in style. And they work, like, four or five seasons ahead of time. So we're talking, like, two years ahead of time. They They're know. like, this is what's going to be in oh, style. And that's why people with stylists who work around the clock, like, AA lists, so, like, amazing celebrities, will always be, like, people will say, like, Hailey Bieber was, I just heard on Giggly Squad, was wearing mob wife stuff a year ago. And, like, mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. pay attention to... Mm-hmm. Before mm-hmm. it hits the stores, like the minute mm-hmm. she was saying, the minute it hits the stores, it's over. Yeah, yeah, and that's the, just oh, how it's always been. It's like the designers are also like where these trend forecasters take inspirations. They look at the designers. Oh, and they're looking at what they're so designing they're trend the collections. Good for them. Yeah, they're because they're making like original collections, and then the trend forecasters look at that and go and they interpret it and they interpret what's gonna be hitting the stores, and also like. Because it's year in advance, like, 
fast fashion brands have time to look at it and basically like copy mm-hmm. what they see on the runway too like that's just how it works so if you want to know what's it's going to be trending like next year like you could already know like everybody can know like now if you yeah. just look at like the runways now very easy thing to do um but the trend forecasters and also the reason why like let's say fast fashion brands like have always like the same color palettes the yes. same like textiles and patterns is because it is one major company who is doing the trend forecasting because yeah. these companies subscribe to them and it's a very expensive subscription oh. and they give them like basically these like powerpoint like slides or like mm. here like this is what's going to be in style yeah. like do what you want with it and then that's how they decide like what's going to be it Mm. near but now we have like social media in the mix yeah and we have yeah and we have like these micro trends that are coming that people like you know remember melina pants from aritzia yeah yes (laughs) yeah those pants like literally like something will go viral on the internet and like it'll be sold out the next day like how do you feel like people relate to trends whether they're actually like in tune with fashion and actually like, are trends more useful for someone who doesn't know anything about fashion and they're just like, oh, I'm going to follow oh, yeah. the trends? Or is it more of a thing for someone who actually cares about fashion? Mm, I don't think people who, like, really care, let's say, like, the fashion, like, people who are very into fashion don't care about trends, no. Like, just from what I see, like, at my, where I work, like, people really do have their own, like, sense of style and they don't, like, follow trends specifically or Ava it's like, works at Essence yeah we just then, mentioned H&M and we're like that's all you need no, to know and now she works at Essence <laughs> we're like she's H&M moved up in the girl. world yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's our wall still work there <laughs> we didn't move past Asia we're like that's where Ava is right now but no she works at Essence she's a copywriter at Essence yeah yeah <laughs> Come and find me. Um, so, yeah, I've been working. I, I've worked there for, like, three years now. And, yeah, people have their own sense of style. I think that's the place where I've seen, like, really personal style flourish. But there is ways of, like, I think there's a difference of maybe if they do, everybody follows trends. Like, it just yeah, can't be helped. Like, subconsciously. Yeah. I think most people subconsciously follow trends and maybe the people who are into fashion are more able to see like what is a trend yeah and if they want to adopt it they just have a way of like adopting it into their personal style like it's not about switching it up the next day waking up becoming a new person or putting on like a different like costume because dressing up is like you are putting on this character like this costume or or you know expressing who you are you just know how to express your identity through your clothing. And if you do have a really strong sense of personal style, you're able to integrate those trends, like, in your own way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like for a long time I kind of tried to go with um, more, like, timeless things, especially in high school. Like, that's where I went. But it ends up being more kind of neutral clothing and neutral shapes and like all that stuff so at a certain point I was like oh I can wear this for a long time but it's boring so I'm like now I've tried to add more but then things get kind of jumbled up and like just like if you only pick pieces that you like without thinking about coherently what what you want to express or something Mm -hmm. then it starts to get a little jumbled up and I feel like I'm in that place now where I went from trying to keep it as neutral as possible not 
um, literally, but like kind of metaphorically style wise to like trying to spice it up. Do you have any tips for people who are in that position? It's <laughs> mm, <laughs> just to stay. I don't know. I'm, okay, I'm not a stylist. So <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Ava mess- knows fashion. Message Ava personally and she'll give you a makeover. She'll give you a makeover. Um, no, I just, I, I just feel a lot of like imposter syndrome with that just because I do like work at Essence and I no stylists and like yes. I know people who are like way more like into styling people than I am like I don't care for styling people okay. I like dressing like my own way and that's the extent of it well how do you stay on your kind of personal theme I guess for your um, style I don't know. honestly like I'm still figuring it out but it's really just like do I like this or not and and it's like or does this fit with the rest of my wardrobe mm. there's just a lot of things I think a really important thing with clothing though and dressing yourself is knowing how you want your clothes to fit is a very like essential yes. part. If you want to look good, you have to have your clothes fit you properly. Like it doesn't matter what color or what the print is. Um, and like I am trying to stay away from prints because those like age badly unless yes. like there is like okay. something that's vintage or like a nice like designer that I like yes. or something I've been wanting a really long time. But now I've been staying away from buying prints. Um this is good tips. And yeah. do you feel like, um, like, also on the idea of, like, I feel like it, it's hard with how much money should you invest into your, like, wardrobe or your style? And, like, is it worth having, like, a bunch of things and spending less money or just thrifting a lot? Or, like, I don't know. Or, I only or, thrift. Or investing in, like, designer pieces or investing mm-hmm, in things mm-hmm. that are more going to last a while but are... Yeah, I mean, that's completely personal. Yeah, I mean, you can have an amazing sense of style and you can only thrift. Like, it's really, it's how you style it. It's the styling and how it fits on your body that's really, like, the most important. I think that's the the thing that you notice the most, like, when you see somebody. Like, and that's what you want to decide for yourself. Like, do you want to, your clothes to be, like, like baggy on you? Do you want them to be tight? Do you want them to be, like, flattering? Um, how does your, like, what specific, like, cuts or, like, you know, do you like a crew neck or do you like a straight neck, boat neck, like, all these things, like, or do you like low-rise, high-rise jeans, like, all these things help you decide, like, how you want to present yourself and what feels, like, best and what looks, like, most flattering on you. Like, everybody's ripping on low-rise jeans and how they, like, hate that trend. Like, I know that you don't I eat it up. (laughs) Um, But I'm on my own journey with jeans. Yeah, you're on your skinny (laughs) jeans. I live my truth. But, like, that's what it is, especially with jeans. I feel like a lot of people, like, hate on their trends. They're like, oh, my God, don't bring low-rise jeans back. Like, don't bring back the skinny jeans. And it's like, yeah, just first of all, just... Nobody is forced. <laughs> Where would jeans also do kind of look fairly similar yeah, almost always? Like do what you want. Um, and I personally, I think that like I like low rise jeans. Like I have wide hips. I have a small waist. Like low rise jeans look the most flattering on me. Um, like that's yeah. just my reality. I don't like skinny jeans. I don't like it when my feet look <laughs> small. Like I don't know. That's just. What I like. And some people look great in skinny jeans. Like, you just pull off what you can pull off. It's not about, like, following the trends. Like, nobody is, like, having a gun to your head. Like, wear low-rise jeans. Yes. Yes. I think one other thing that changed the way I shop was finding a thrift store that had what I wanted to and long-lasting. Because when I thrift... I don't know. I like the... Just the classic um, Value Village at Pinoff, I feel like, is, like kind of good enough but when I do thrift in my hometown which I usually wait till I'm in my hometown 
I always pick pieces and it's different now because if you were to buy from J. Crew now or Banana Republic now, the quality would be less. But the same way we talk about like 15 year old Forever 21 had like way mm-hmm. better quality than it does now. or Like I always look for kind of the most I see is Banana Republic and J. Crew. And those pieces last me like four years, like my staple J. Crew thrifted black shirt, like fits in all the right ways. Like it's just exactly what I look for. So I think thrifting can be good in that way that kind of pre, not pre fast fashion, but like it's helpful in that way. And also to find a thrift store that actually has what you're looking for. If you always go to the same two ones, like trying a different one and sometimes it's a huge flop, but I think it really pays off in a big way if you can find one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that has what you're looking for. Yeah. I feel like I go through the, I don't know, because I, I was one of those I, you know, I feel like ever since I turned, like, 14, it became that my wardrobe was only thrifted. Yes. But it also became, like, you know, when you're, like, a teenager and you don't really care about the... Like, no, you, totally. And then your, like, wardrobe's half, like... Garbage. <laughs> like, garbage, like, yeah. falling apart. Yeah. Like, so thin, like, mm-hmm. clearly, like, terrible material. Like, yeah. it's not, like, that That t-shirt had to be put to rest. Yeah, you know? no, like, totally. Like, that kind of energy. And I feel like I'm now, like looking at my wardrobe and I'm like half the things are like falling apart like yeah, I how don't have I can't be wearing this like why am I wearing this mm-hmm. and then like or like just like not being sure and then feeling exasperated with thrifting because I feel like I just keep I'm not like patient enough or go it, it's like I think it's just really hard to be like because I feel like to have even remotely a good like look good like with clothes you need to put so much time so much Uh, time and dedication to like but I thrift once every three months which is four times a year it's rough Mm -hmm. but it's not a lot no but I just meant like the time to like figure out like do like go on scour the internet see what kind of looks you like like get inspiration then go for the time to like actually go shopping Mm -hmm. and like I, I don't actually think if you go once, like, I don't know, because when, whenever you go thrifting, it's, like, not necessarily you're going to find great pieces, but, you, like, thrifting is the moment of, like, patiently going constantly. Yes, yes. Getting, and then... It that, takes at least three hours. When yeah. you're going to find amazing pieces, and it's just, like, it is a patience game and, like, having to be dedicated to it. And then it's just, like, so hard to be, like, okay, like, if I don't want to go through that, where do I invest? It's, like, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, like, a store <laughs> might be mm-hmm. easier, it's just, yeah. It's hard to be, like, if you're not someone who's going to put time. Like, to me, it just feels, like, to look remotely okay. Mm-hmm. There's so many hours that need to be dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not, like, a huge thrifter myself just because mm-hmm. I do find it exhausting. And it's usually, exhausting. <laughs> um, when I do, like, just when I go shopping in general, I go out and look for a specific piece. Like, I mm. go out with, with a specific, like, things in mind because yeah. I find, just personally for me, like, I have a shopping problem. And <laughs> I, um, like, find that when I just buy something, like, super, like, on the whim, I end up not wearing it. The thrift regret. Yeah, it's totally, I like, have so many I do. At least once and, I have a regret. And I always have to, like, give them away because yeah. they're, like, 
terrible quality they don't look good on me i just like bought it because it was two dollars like yeah so, so like yeah so i can't stop buying button-ups i don't want to wear buttons right no. <laughs> now me too though whenever i go into the thrift okay I, I don't know i get into polos like i go into the men's section <laughs> and i'm like ooh, look at these polos look at these prints and i go to try them on i'm like what am i doing like, this is the thing no it's so on. scary the, the thrift sometimes like yeah it's very overstimulating and, and um, because it's cheap you are not thinking of the con like I feel yeah, like when yeah. you're investing, if something is over $30, you really have to be like, do I, will I wear this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this necessary? Does this add to my life? But, like, when you're thrifting, you have this feeling of abundance. You're like, yeah. well, I could take it all. Yeah. And also for me, it's like, oh, if I don't buy this now, like, it's gone forever. Yeah. Like, I have to, if I want it, like, it's now or never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So to reduce the regrets, one thing, know what you're shopping for. If it's a maybe, it's a no. Um, mm, that's smart. Yeah. Just, like, those are my tips, my shopping tips. Um, and on, and I love going to uh, curated, like, stores, like, those vintage or whatever. Like, people who go to the bins and resell their stuff, like, at 50% markup. Like, I buy it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll buy it. I, I, like, I like going to... Because they did the work. They did the work. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, <laughs> me and Esme went to the bins for, like... And not even an hour. And we were like, oh my god. <laughs> we gotta go. And I love that we were both just like, we can't do this. We can't do I'm this. exhausted. Um, but my favorite yeah. sweaters are from Depop. I feel like, especially if you want something mm-hmm, specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I find Depop now is like, it's, it's gone. It's, it's done. It's I haven't been on in years. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. the vibe now? What's mm-hmm. changed? Um, Like on Depop? Yeah, like last time I shopped on Depop was 2021, so I yeah. actually don't remember. Yeah, I think it's it's that, like, people, it's because of the pandemic. It became, like, so oh, popular, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And um, now I think it's just, like, the fees, like, shipping has become really yeah. expensive. Like, I used to sell a lot of my stuff on there. Me too. And I recently sold something there. And I just, like, I was like, oh, I didn't make as much money as I thought it would because yeah. of all the shipping and yeah. the Depop fees and the PayPal fees, like, no, it's not insane. worth it. It's like a hassle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now I completely, I just prefer like buying stuff in in person, and also like just trying it on. I think also a lot of people realize that they were buying things on Depop and then receiving them and being like, oh, this doesn't fit. This looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. This looks terrible. Yeah. But it was just the we were in yeah, yeah, yeah. You could never try. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. But Wait, please, sorry. One thing about thrifting is my friend Alex actually changed my life. Shout out Alex if she's listening because she's a big thrifter. Gets mm-hmm. everything she wants. Like whenever kills it it takes three hours you find all the stuff but you put every single thing you see even for a glimpse in your basket Mm -hmm. your basket's insane everyone around you is looking at you like pray for her then you divide no maybe yes and then Mm -hmm. you just sort through the um maybes Mm -hmm. and that changed how i thrifted entirely because when you're making the split second decision like while you're pulling it off the rack like you just you can't decide and also to have it like in your basket kind of calms you down for a moment and then it feels less urgent and then you're like oh I could have this and I don't want it it like gives you this sense of power empowerment thank you Alex for teaching me you changed my life um I also try it on then like I put it on Mm -hmm. over my clothes I'll Mm -hmm. wear a tight t-shirt shout out that's my hack if you want to go thrifting I didn't realize you guys were so Against thrifting, actually. No, no, but just not love. Like I, I do think most of my clothes are thrifted, and it's primarily how I shop because it's like more affordable for this yes. time in my life, and like it just 
and you know sometimes it is fun but most of the time it's miserable for me and I think like don't go with a friend put your music in and get serious yeah Mm -hmm. I just think that like I well another like frustration is also like that I want to talk about is like the feeling of like knowing how well you were talking about like knowing how you want your clothes to fit like oh do you want them baggy do you want them tight do you want like to know that but also just knowing how to dress your body like you know it's really hard to like be like I like these this on other people and then on me it's awful and then Mm -hmm. like trying to figure out it's like it's hard to like like your body if you like don't like how your body looks in clothes like I'm fine with my body as a neutral thing but Mm -hmm. I'm like in clothes I haven't figured her out Mm -hmm. like how to perfectly style to your because it really is so dependent on your body type and like how things fit on Mm -hmm. that and I think thrifting's hard for that because things are like you're more likely to like accept clothes that don't actually fit I think that's my biggest problem I have so many clothes in my wardrobe that don't fit me like just period like don't fit me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like things fitting like you're not gonna think you look good if they don't if they're like a little bit too big even if it's just a little bit too big and you're not someone who does adjustments yeah like, I don't mm-hmm. do adjustments yeah. and I know I never will mm-hmm. but I know some people will take something home and be like well I'm just gonna like do mm-hmm. a small adjustment yeah yeah I also think that's a big thing now that people don't know that they can do especially with pants yeah um, like you can go to a tailor and get it <laughs> like they will make it fit it like fit on you just right and I think People from our generation are maybe, like, more, like, scared of going to a tailor and, like, figuring out how much it costs. It's not, like, super expensive, but if you see something that you, like, really like and you want it to fit, like, perfectly on you, like, just take it to a tailor. Like, yeah. they have seen millions of things throughout their lives. Like, they know what they're doing. They're yeah. tailors. Like, honestly, that's also a huge, like, tip. I want to talk about hotness and expression. <gasps> What's hot men hate and then I wrote in brackets, fun. Mm-hmm. So one of my biggest obsessions is watching, like, girls be like, oh, in a recent thing, like, it showed that men prefer longer bangs. And this girl's, like, cutting her bangs shorter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, me! And it's like, men prefer long hair or, like, natural hair. And I'm like, no, no! Like, I just am obsessed with um, rejecting men's opinions of yeah. fashion. Yeah, yeah and, like, like expression. the bleached eye. I feel like the bleached oh, eyebrows is the pinnacle yeah. moment of oh, like, everyone is. being like, fuck what men think, think oh, yeah like we think this is hot, hot so yeah. we're it became hot yeah like, it became the ultimate hot girl thing to do was to have bleached eyebrows yes because it's like a big fuck you to oh, the yeah. male gaze yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i used to have bleached eyebrows in cjap and i was like i had my confidence was like off the charts yeah and i like still look back at that time I'm like oh, i looked so good like even still now i'm like should i do it again yes. like i don't know i've been like going back and forth and like my ex and also this guy that I was talking to this summer I would like show them the picture and I'd be like oh my god look how good I look with these bleached yeah. eyebrows like should I do it again and they'd be like no no never do that again never do it never, never. and I was sit like down. <laughs> like sit down okay so you're telling me to do it like no <laughs> I'm here I'm hearing do it I'm hearing do that's it. what I'm hearing like, right now like, no exactly no I remember when I cut my hair like short also short to like my chin <laughs> just like drama bob mm-hmm. fuck ass bob before that was a saying thank god thank <laughs> yeah. god um and like i remember texting my friend and he was like why though and i was like okay <laughs> i was like 
okay yeah. well that's evil but the thing is like if men think you're hot they'll always think you're hot like it doesn't mm, matter because no. other men well, would actually swipe up don't even notice like it like these things no. are not even noticeable to them it's just that there's like this almost idea of like the ideal woman what they're supposed to has, desire like, long natural yes. hair and it's brown and yeah. it's yeah, natural and she doesn't wear makeup, doesn't wear makeup but she has beautiful skin yeah. and rosy cheeks and mm. you know she you know her natural eyebrows and yes. she yeah like yeah. you know like there's this vision of like youth and like perfect girl but like actually like when it comes down to who they're attracted to like they don't notice details they They don't don't give a fuck it's just a control thing it no it's entirely about control and it's also like always a kind of it's like the the how men use like um a compliment to you and a put down to other women like i hate Mm. short hair but you pull it off or whatever Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. bleached eyebrows look awful but you're so sexy or something it's just like uh, it's just, like, the worst when a compliment comes with, like, just... With the image of desirable woman. You you are deviating from desirable woman and I'm... But I'll love you anyway or something. Yeah, <laughs> and I think, like, how you look and, I mean, now we're kind of, like, deviating from, like, the personal style. But mm-hmm. I have, like, a lot of guys, like, tell me... Like, we... You know, we were talking about literally, like, a random girl like or, like, a celebrity. And, like, it'll come up and he'll be like... Oh, yeah, but, like, you're prettier than her anyways. Uh, or, like, she's not even pretty. She's not even attractive. And, like, sick. It's literally, like, not what we were talking about. <laughs> like, I think she's hot. Like, first of all, yeah, first of all, how dare you say that to about another woman? I think all women are beautiful, like, the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And we were not talking. Like, it's completely irrelevant to the conversation, but I feel like men always have to, like, they feel the need to be, like, she's not pretty. I'm not attracted yes. to her. And you're, like okay like yes. did I ask like I don't know why you're bringing this up yeah and then it's like do they want us to do that like he's he's not all that yeah. but I almost think it's a sign that they are attracted to that person like to, to, oh to, like, get so thou so dost protest too much yeah, like, okay like almost like it's like almost a deeper sign of attraction to be like no I'm, I don't like this and mm-hmm. I want you to know this mm-hmm. and it's just like okay yes. like or you don't want to like it. Like, it, you know, I don't know. I think yes. attraction's, like, a weird thing. But, like, even that, like, I think, like, it's, like, it's just so not true that guys don't like girls who have, like, an alt look. Or, like, all these, like, it's yeah. kind of... Oh! Oh, my God. This I probably mentioned this before, but my classic TikTok comment, I don't get it enough anymore. Bring it back, honestly, if you're listening. But it, it was the nose ring equals no ring. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> like I wrote that. No, so many of them did. Only on my the one with all the man hate or whatever. Mm. Nose ring, no ring. And I was like, what? Like your nose ring is so like small and it's delicate, dainty. not noticeable. It works with the little clean, clean, like mm. it fits any a clean girl aesthetic. It's a yeah. clean girl I feel nose like ring. Most people have nose rings too. Like But you know, it's actually Montreal because even in Toronto, people don't have as many mm. nose rings. Like oh my God. Montreal is the nose ring capital of the world, and I'm saying that. Right oh now. my god, the bisexual capital of the world. <laughs> the bisexual capital. Oh, no, and uh, yeah, sorry, but just my favorite is like once I was hooking up with this guy and I saw a hole in his nose. You guys know that, but I was just obsessed with the fact that first of all he tried to experiment with his expression and then decided not to take, like to take it out, and I'm just obsessed with the idea of men being like, does this work? Like looking in the mirror trying to figure. out they're cute and then like regretting it yeah <laughs> i love Ha-ha, that men trying things <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, have you seen those things where it's like men getting ready in the morning and you're just like this is so cute that you're yeah. like <laughs> you think about that you're like looking in the mirror yeah. <laughs> oh 
how you perceive yourself. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Um, but yeah, back to the, what you were saying. Though, yeah, sorry. About, um, yeah, I feel like that's been a thing, like, on TikTok where girls are like, oh my god, saying this because a guy, like, I'm dressing like this and my boyfriend told me it's an ugly outfit, so I know it's laid. And yes, I was thinking about that and I was like, I feel like that's just like a... Uh, a rite of passage into womanhood uh, is like really like moving away from that male gaze and that like dressing because I feel like a lot of people grow up or at least me like I when I was like younger I would dress being like okay like I'm gonna wear like something that's tight so yeah. like you know boobies. I'll show up my yeah. boobies yeah. and like men will look at me yeah. and I'll wear like all these things like and I would I would dress like in a male gaze like yeah. way because I wanted guys to look at me and then a rite of passage into womanhood is being like, okay, no, it's actually I want to dress for myself. Yeah. And I want to wear these things, like, that I think are nice because I want to dress for myself and for, like, other women. I want other girls to look at me and be like, wow, like, she's so stylish. Yes. And then, yeah, and then the thing when a guy is like, that's ugly, you're like, yes. Like, I ate I it up. I ate it up. <laughs> yeah. Like, because you don't like that, but I like it. And it's not important to me, like, what you think. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea, again, of this podcast episode, like, came from me, like, I think it's, like, a realization, because I think for years, when I was shopping or, like, thinking of getting ready, one of the first thoughts in my head was, like, trying to find things that were, like, revealing, or, like, trying to find things, like, from age 18 to 21, like, literally till, like, a few months ago, I feel like when I would go through the thrift store, I'd immediately go to try to find, like, lingerie that I could wear out Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't even like the look of lingerie as clothes like you know like Mm -hmm. like realizing like and I was like oh I was only doing that because I it's like the only as someone who doesn't like have a strong sense of style the one thing I had direction in was like what are things that could show my sexuality Mm -hmm. and then like men will like still think I'm attractive or pretty like it, it became like oh the only thing that I have to guide me is like this like male gaze thing and therefore I'm gonna lean into that and I felt like anytime I was shopping or like thinking about clothes before like I was just thinking of like ways to be like to be revealing or like show off things that I want to show off and then now like recently I was like well you know I don't really care like you know I don't really care about that right now (laughs) and I also I think it's like when you're first like coming into being like you know 18 or something and you like don't trust you're like, I have to show you that I am desirable woman or else no one will be attracted to me. But, like, with time, you're kind of just like, well, that's not really important. Like, people yeah. are still going to be attracted to me even if I'm not, like, dressed, like, revealing everything. Like, mm-hmm. that's just kind of, like, becomes less of a priority. But then I'm like, wait, I have no sense of direction now because I'm losing the direction of, like, dress to, like, make these parts of yourself look good. And then you're like, wait, well, now what do I want to make look good? Like, it's like a whole, Mm -hmm. like, it's losing direction to let go of the male gaze. Yeah. it's just, like, unless, like, and it's just, like, kind of a moment where you're kind of lost. And you're like, okay, I was so used to using this guidance. Yes. And now I have to, like, move away from it because I I don't find meaning in it anymore. And I don't feel that, like, need for the validation. So what... Or even, it doesn't even, like, that they notice it that yes. <laughs> much. Like, then you can kind of just focus, like, clothes can be for yourself. But you're like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. I feel like I also feel that sometimes with the anti-men, even though I just got so giddy talking about it. But sometimes it can be a guiding force, too. And you're like, why am I so angry? I'm like, I don't even 
I feel I feel this way mostly about Taylor Swift because I feel so violently passionately about Taylor Swift but I don't really know at all how I feel yeah, about that's a Taylor Swift hater though. that's okay so... no no but I don't know wh- how I feel about <laughs> just wanted to let you know your mm-hmm. company right thank now. you thank you no but I don't know how I actually feel because my whole like I I'm angry at men for hating her like that's my mm. where my love is coming from mm, okay it's okay. like mm-hmm. fuck you mm-hmm. Like, I'll, st- I'll go to my grave with this. Like, this mm-hmm. is the best thing I've ever... Like, I'm just like, it really is just an anger man. And I feel that way with choices I make in fashion, too, and things like that. And, like, I don't know, even when I was deciding to dye just the tips of my bangs red, I remember thinking, like, well, it'll look a little bit worse, but it'll look cooler. So then I was like, men will not like it. <laughs> and I was just like, let's go with that. Like, it, it can be kind of confusing almost on the other side, too, where... You get really excited to be free from the male gaze, especially like when I think when I was, I was like, yes, that I, you swing the pendulum all the way the other way. And then you're like, I do everything to spite men, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. to be like, fuck you. So, so I don't know where to find uh, even that part of the spectrum. It's like, where do I find what I really want? Like, I know what they want. I'm going to reject that. And I that. know what they don't well, want. Yes. But, and, but now I'm like, what do I want? Mm-hmm. It really is a journey of feminism yeah. and empowerment. <laughs> Who am I? We are the ultimate I only know feminist what men think. podcast. I don't know what I think, only men. Yeah. Oh. And that's that. Let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Any last thoughts on personal style? Um, I don't know. I think we said it all. Like, I don't know. Just dress, do what you love. Dress how you like. Um, if you are a cis straight woman, figure out if you are dressing for men or are you dressing for yourself? Ask yourself these questions. And do you hate men? And do you? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't know, just with the whole internet and stuff, like do what you want. Nobody has a gun to your head. You don't have to follow, follow trends. Uh, don't shop fast fashion in general um mm-hmm. you know yeah that's a hu- very important well yeah just don't shop fast fashion at all because you're gonna end up having the same thing as everybody else and you don't want that and it's really bad for the environment and we have so many more clothes out there um in the mm-hmm. world and you don't have to wear designer or anything that's expensive to have a good sense of style like that's a complete lie um but high quality clothes do mean that they will last longer and they're all, all part of a beautiful design process mm-hmm. that is nice to yeah. have sometimes absolutely thank you Ava so much for being here any oh wait one more thing is like I'm excited all like I feel like my friend who moved to Dublin gained this whole new style like I'm excited for your London style era mm-hmm. are you excited I, I I don't know if I believe in myself okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is how we're ending the pod. And yes. Yeah. No, but there are a lot of good brands in London. And a lot of like a lot of the fashion like influencers are yes. in London. Yes. So you're gonna be like I don't know there. any fashion influencers. The one who my hostel boyfriend hooked up with. Oh Ooh. wow. We're, I love her. <laughs> I love just okay. how you throw around your hostel boyfriend. <laughs> I'll never forget him. He he was the f- he helped me coin the phrase. You know, he came um, up with it? No, no. I just mean, like, my experience with him felt distinct 
from my other hostile lovers, I would say. Okay, like that it I, felt more serious. It felt more serious. <laughs> we were kind of exclusive for those three days, so, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. serious. <laughs> we went on many dates. I mean, we went to the club, so, yeah. Wow. <laughs> AKA the club. Thank you guys so much again for your support, your love, prosperity, <laughs> light. Look at the ending. Yeah, I'm Zoe. I'm Esme. And I'm Ava. And, and we're too much. Ooh, good enough to get back to. Bad enough to bail again. Bit too much that you can't chew. But you're gonna tell your friends. I, I'm too much. I, I'm too much. I, I'm too much. You're too much. <laughs>